Hey guys, welcome to MAU Talk, a new podcast from MAU Vegas, the premier mobile acquisition and retention summit. In this episode, Adam sits down with Noah Gorski, strategic partner manager at Facebook Audience Network, to discuss the company's move to becoming a bidding-only ad network this year, what bidding means for publishers, and its significance today. Take it away, Adam. Noah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. This is, I think, my fourth Facebook-related podcast. So we're, we're, you're, you got to take the number one spot here. I think you got a good shot at it. Wow. Welcome. Hey, thanks so much. Um, thanks for having me here on the show. You know, my, my colleagues and I love uh, coming out to the conference every year, right? And, and just given the unusual circumstances this year, we're just excited that we get to participate in any real capacity, to be honest, and, and just be involved with what's been a very impressive uh, pivot for for you and the larger team. So thank you so much for uh, for having yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. You know, every day uh, we're we're looking at the vaccines and the this and that and dates and wow. But you know, it's like <laughs> what a mess. But no, the first the first in person events, not just my our event, but all the, the whole industry. Will, I think will be actually fun because it'll be like you know a return to normalcy. Hopefully. Um, okay. So. Let's do a, a, a bit of an intro. Um, and I think it would be great to talk about, if you don't mind, like your pre-Facebook and now Facebook world, because I think that sure. um, I think that's quite useful for context, especially for what we're going to talk about. Definitely, Adam. So, so prior to joining Facebook, my background has been primarily in ad tech, um, just kind of helping startups achieve sustainable growth. I actually initially got started in recruiting uh, way back when. And so scaling organizations is something that I'm really passionate about. And it served me well, actually, since coming uh, to Facebook. So at the Audience Network, which we started in 2014, uh, we've always operated as kind of a startup within a much larger company. Um, So being able to relate to developers, both big and small over the years and, and working to help them monetize more effectively has I think always been a major key to our success. Okay, so we're we're obviously going to be talking about monetization, uh, uh, audience network stuff, a bit, bit of a different um, cup of tea than the usual usual Grow.co MAU sort of world, uh, which is great. Um, so uh, there have been massive Facebook uh, uh, audience network announcements lately um we're, we're recording on november 20th so i think it's like a this week thing so yeah let's let's start there what what what's the big news in your world yeah for sure so it is a great place to start in, in october of this year actually uh we announced that facebook audience network will become a bidding only ad network in q2 of 2021 um, for ios apps and will be no longer supporting uh waterfall ad mediation so, uh, you know, what does that really mean, right? Be- becoming a, a bidding only demand source has been Audience Network's vision really since we first started testing bidding uh, in 2017. After three years of kind of pioneering the app bidding side of things and, and working with our ecosystem partners uh, to make bidding accessible to publishers worldwide, uh, the Facebook Audience Network just felt like bidding only demand uh, was the right way to move forward uh, into 2021. We are accelerating the timeline for iOS apps due to Apple's upcoming uh, iOS 14 changes, uh, which will affect publishers, as you know, and I know as our listeners are obviously pretty attuned to as well, uh, affecting their ability to monetize the apps through in-app advertising, right? And bidding, we truly believe it's going to help publishers and developers maximize their ad revenue um, and their operational resources. And and so that's kind of why we're making this decision uh, we'll continue to support Waterfall and bidding for Android apps for the time being, 
However, we really do recommend migrating uh, to bidding to take full advantage of the revenue maximization and operational efficiency. So we passionately believe in-app bidding delivers a more efficient system for pubs, um, and we expect to move all of our demand over uh, throughout the next year. Okay, excellent. Well, no doubt we'll talk about, uh, we'll say, put your money where your mouth is, basically. We'll talk about some examples, but um, all right, fair enough. So, so, so iOS is going to make things a little bit more difficult for all, all sorts of publishers. That's understood. You guys think bidding is going to yield better, and I don't think that's a particularly controversial take, given where the industry is all headed. But let's um, let's talk about like the world of waterfalls. Like, what is what's your like? Why is that the standard? What what? Why do you think it's outdated? You know, what's what's your critique of the waterfall approach, which still has adherence, by the way? I mean, you know, there's still mm. people out there who really believe in that. What, what what's your perspective? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it, it has been uh, waterfall mitigation, the dominant setup for, for monetization for a long while, right? Uh, we find that recently more and more publishers are kind of realizing the shortcomings of that approach. Um, it's been around since the early days of the ad network business model. Like when I had first gotten started um, in the industry, and I'm sure our listeners uh, remember this fondly, or not so fondly, but but a, a lot of the ad network business was predicated on cutting IOs and making deals and, and you know handshakes and steak dinners, right? And and all yep. that sort of stuff. Uh, and obviously, a client dinner now uh, feels like something in the distant past. <laughs> but but like yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it's uh, as you said, we're we're hoping to get back to uh, you know in person meetings uh, and things of that nature next year. But but you know, back then in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. You know, the technology in a lot of cases often took a backseat um, to relationship building and, and partnership management. And, and while building connections with partners is still, uh, in, in our view, and I think many, many folks' view, part and parcel to doing good business, um, I think that as tech has advanced and it's becoming more and more integral to have the latest available, so you can truly maximize uh, the value of, of each impression. And so with that in mind, there are really three key ways that we feel uh, waterfalls just fall a bit short. So first up, waterfall mediation requires a publisher's ad server uh, to call demand sources one by one, right? and that's according to their average historical price. Uh, that's the waterfall. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, it's just not based on who's willing to, to pay the most for each impression. Uh, it leads to missed opportunities, money left on the table. Uh, you know, no, nobody really wants that, right? And, and so that, that's first up. Secondly, you know, you add and maintain a growing number of demand sources. It's just hard for developers to maintain. A lot of these publishers we work with share stories about just growing increasingly frustrated with that manual optimization because it's so tedious. Uh, yep. One of the pubs we work with, Voodoo, uh, for example, you know, experiences exactly this scenario. You know, it's a time-consuming process required to optimize waterfall and then processes that are also prone to you know, human error on top of all that before they make the switch over to bidding. So it could put a strain on operational teams kind of managing that waterfall. It could lead to new demand sources not being added in. Uh, all of that just decreases the diversity of the edge shown, right? So that's kind of second. Uh, and then lastly, you know, waterfalls are a key contributor to ad latency, uh, yeah. which of course, you know, is just a concern for, for so many developers. So all of this has kind of paved the way, I think, together. Uh, for bidding as really the future of, of where the industry is heading right now. Yeah, or even, or even, I mean, I would argue the uh, web and mobile web ecosystem, maybe it's already there, you know, like, like uh, at least I, I, it's one of the rare instances where maybe they're even ahead on the monetization side of the app ecosystem for, for more so because it was just like, 
you know, easier to just set up pre-bid, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like a, it's much easier uh, execution. As an aside, operational challenges, I think like, you think about international, especially for these gaming companies. So it's like, you're managing a waterfall for every single country and right. the, the networks might yield very differently or might not even operate in certain markets. So that's in my personal experience where it got so annoying, you know, a network is X here, but in France <laughs> it's less. And so I got, you know, I was like, like, this is going to take forever, literally an endless editing of line items. I mean, that's essentially what it ends up being. Um, okay. All right, cool. So, so we, did, we, we understand the macro counter arguments or, or let's say limitations of waterfall stuff, especially right. latency that cannot be uh, emphasized enough. Um, so obviously we think bidding is a better approach otherwise you guys wouldn't be doing it but like yeah give give you give them the con case so now what's what's the pro case like you know what why why are you doing this now even yeah i love that um you know you know uh i don't know about you but yeah doing line items all day is just not uh my idea of a good time <laughs> i don't think that's anybody's um, so, so I certainly hear you on that. And, and, uh, and I think a lot of people listening definitely on the ad op side, uh, has some, some, uh, you know, bad nightmares from that, that whole side of things. Yeah. But, yeah. but, uh, you know, when, when you look at app bidding and, and just sort of, you know, as you said, like the pro of, of it all, it lets you offer ad opportunity to just multiple partners, right? This way you're getting the best price, uh, for each impression, right? With bidding, there's increased ad revenue, uh, there's improved operational efficiency, uh, and there's access to more demand, right? So all of those things make it kind of the best option uh, that we feel, not just to your point, the future, but to like right now in, in the present. And I'll dive into each of these to sort of help illustrate the point. So first up, maximizing revenue, right? Uh, bidding allows pubs to, to maximize revenue from, from every impression. When every demand source bids in an open and fair, kind of a real-time auction, you're just seeing more competition uh, for your inventory, which means better prices for, for every impression. Competition is healthy, and that makes everyone work a little harder, you know, around here, which we, we love to see. It's like in the NBA, you know, they, they just had their draft. As you mentioned, we're recording this on the 20th. They had their, their big draft earlier in the week, or really any sport for that matter. When the league is dominated by only a few teams, it just makes for a worse product, right? Not giving all the teams a fair shake is just not good for the league. So having that draft every year, uh, that structure, you know, structure to kind of maximize competition, uh, putting salary caps as another example um, in place of how kind of like, you know, things are all being designed to equal the playing field and create a bit more parity um, on the court. Right. And so fr- from that perspective, we think it's, it's true. The same in advertising, allowing for fair competition is just better for, for the industry as a whole. Yeah. I don't, I mean, that's not, that's uh, that's not hard to argue with. And as an aside, I was reading, I don't really fully understand the NBA's salary cap rules, but I was like, oh, the Golden State Warriors are going to pay $80 million in taxes. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. What's the salary cap? Like, that seems like a lot. Um, it's but crazy. there you go. It shows what I know about the NBA. Okay, so so we like <laughs> we like maximizing revenue. Fair enough. I, I yeah. have to imagine. So what what's the, what's the stat? Like, what right. kind of improvements are you seeing? And have those improvements been like, like global or, you know, have you seen different stuff in different geos or different, you know, categories or something like what, yep. what, are, what are your, what are your numbers? Yeah, it's, it's a good follow up. So, so take our report, for example, called the new era in monetization in it. Uh, several of the developers we spoke to experienced substantial revenue growth uh, when switching to bidding from waterfall recording between, you know, 13% and 
27% uplift in average revenue uh, per daily active user. So just like enormous gains there. Um, yeah. Another developer we work with called Game Insight, you know, hugely successful and, and one of the earliest adopters of bidding um, with Facebook Audience Network. Historically, they did not generate a significant amount of revenue at all uh, from ads. So bidding has helped Game Insight increase their ARP DAO and, and kind of raise the amount uh, of ads contributing to their overall revenue. So due to these results, uh, Game Insight now runs more than 95% of their inventory on bidding. So that's just one of many examples of how yep. we're working with our partners to, to really kind of unlock their, their full potential. I love it. Okay. Um, and like, so we know, I mean, I think, I think the point's made, like, obviously you're not managing lots of line items. It's a lot more yep. efficient. Like, do you have, I, just, I imagine there's a lot of monetization people out there kind of like, Hmm, maybe I don't like bidding for other reasons, uh, but like, hmm. Do you expect that that a lot? I mean, where, where do people spend that time otherwise? Or is it maybe they have a smaller focus on this in general? Like what what's yeah. your um what's what's the what's the efficiency argument, I guess? Yeah, for sure. So so right. So that's kind of the, the next point I was gonna make is like, you know, second to, to kind of revenue is, is obviously operational efficiency. So you're removing that burden of maintaining those waterfalls we're, we're talking about. Bidding helps you increase that efficiencies your team can drive impact in other ways. Uh, it, you know, including kind of more time to optimize your app experience, uh, more freedom to integrate more demand partners more easily, um, and then yep. just the resources to uh, focus on user acquisition, which we all know uh, is the engine of growth for, for any successful developer. We, we yep. had, uh, you know, publishers like GameHive, uh, for example, tell us that with the extra time that, that bidding enables, they've been able to focus on improving, you know, their in-app experiences and enhance interaction with ad placements. Uh, another, another developer of ours, Pixel Federation, um, you know, I was just talking to them the other week. They're, they're able to save 30% more time uh, with app bidding, which just allows them to spend their time and their money driving user acquisition, right? So just a huge, huge, uh, you know, time resource that's been made available to so many developers that they can focus on other areas um, of their I mean, business. I, I, mean, I want to emphasize the point you made there because I think like, a lot of the monetization job as traditionally defined is, or ad ops, if you prefer that parlance, is about managing the waterfall, managing the relationships, delivery, et cetera. And right. a remarkably small amount of the job is about like where the ads go and what they are. And, you know, like, like the placement and expose, like it's crazy how much time <laughs> you might spend you know, optimizing your 320 by 50s, but like, you don't, you don't either have the time or maybe it's not in your purview or whatever to like, actually think about, um, yeah, like, like as yeah, you know, ad placement, if you, right. if you just want to call it right. that, but just like yield right. management on that side. I think that is, um, I think that is a, a, an excellent benefit of the whole, uh, not just Facebook, but just in general, like mm -hmm. the, all of this bidding stuff like that, that can have a massive impact. Um, Especially you start talking about Android where there's different sizes and different devices, you know, yeah, like, like yeah. huge, huge, huge. Um, like you can afford to spend the time working on the experience for the subset of traffic. Cause you know, you don't have to like upload the zillionth, whatever, or, or yeah. more likely ad network X is not calling you screaming that like, you know, their share <laughs> of the delivery seems to be down week over week, which is you know, a constant <laughs> conversation. Okay. All right. right so, right. so we like, we like bidding. That's fair. Now, um, uh almost all 
not all, but almost all, actually, maybe all of the examples you've given me thus far, gaming, which fair enough. I mean, you know, we're talking about mobile apps, which is more or less synonymous. Um, So like, I'm just curious, like, do you, I know that gaming is a big part of the uh, audience network on the publisher side. Right. I believe it's a big part of the, uh, the network on the buy side, which makes sense. Um, But yeah, is, is, is your take, like, are you guys making gaming a priority? Is this a thing that you think is more relevant to gaming pubs or is this like a universal, you know, everybody benefits equally sort of a situation? Yeah, like a, a rise in the tides. You know, yeah. app bidding for, for us is applicable to the, the entire app ecosystem, right? At Facebook Audience Network, we just so happen to work with a lot of mobile game publishers. Uh, gaming companies often like to be innovators, uh, you know, given the highly competitive nature of the space, you know, a lot of these companies are always looking for ways to optimize their, their monetization to, to stay ahead of the competition. Yeah. Um, we, we do see a lot of success stories surrounding game publishers who were dependent, for example, on, you know, on in-app purchases alone, right? And they've increased their revenue and player retention by adopting more of a hybrid approach. Um, of in-app purchases and, and in-app ads, right? And for, for these publishers, just getting started with the IAP ad model, uh, bidding is just an awesome way to easily test ads and evaluate their impact without creating, uh, you know, as we're saying, like that large operational burden. Uh, bidding also facilitates a smooth transition into monetization more generally, right? And helping publishers monetize their entire user base, uh, not just the users likely to make those in-app purchases. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody in this industry knows that the gaming people are in the most competitive category and they're the most sophisticated. I mean, just, you know, money talks. So I, I think that makes plenty of sense. Okay. Um, so, so I'm, I'm sure there's a Facebook take on this. So like, all right, kind of hard to argue with the numbers, like in terms of yield and mm-hmm. latency and like, that, yeah. that's just math. Um, but you don't see totally universal adoption. Um, you don't see it on the web. You don't see it in that. I mean, there's still, you know, waterfall mediation companies like dedicated products. So right. like what, when you, when you're talking to people, like what is the, what are the main, I don't know, hurdles or like, why, why do you get, if you get pushback, why are people, yeah, not like, let's go. Like, is it technical? Is it contractual maybe? Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, something else. Like what, yeah. what's your, what do you get back? Right. So, so I think one of the key reasons we see some publishers uh, hesitant to move over to bidding, it's just that they don't know where to start um, or it seems difficult to change the one way that they've been doing things uh, for such a long time. And, and just for so many years, you know, we talk about how long, uh, you know, AdOps has been around for, right. Basically since the advent of the industry, right. So it, re- it reminds me of how, uh, you know, growing up, I always wanted to be a morning person, uh, but, but I can never bring myself to get, out of bed early uh, and you know, just get a head start on the day. And then once I had my, my first kid, uh, shout out to Leo, by the way, it's it sort of just, <laughs> you know, forced my hand and the decision was, was made for me, right? Now I'm a morning person for life. Um, and, and so I think at Facebook, we just like to offer our partners some of the cutting edge uh, technology that allows them to compete in today's marketplace. You know, we would love for our publishers to get a head start, port over to bidding, uh, you know, before the proverbial uh, baby uh, shows up, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's kind of uh, the, the thinking there, but, but we also understand it. I mean, developers are juggling a lot uh, to run a successful business these days, which is why uh, Facebook Audience Network is offering a variety of different integration options 
to help publishers adopt app bidding in the best way uh, that works for their business, right? And that could include in-house um, and partner solutions, right? In-house integration, for example, is for those who build a media mediation stack uh, themselves. You know, while yeah, partner yeah. integration is for those who are just relying on, on third parties. And that's okay too. Demand density, of course, is kind of moving the entire ecosystem toward bidding. Um, so we're just trying to prepare our developers for the new world um, as best we're able to. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, and so, so let's say people are out there, they're, you know, they're, they're, undoubtedly they read this announcement. I mean, it, right. and it's like, this is like happening. This is a requirement. Like this is going away on iOS. Yeah. Okay. So like, so they've got to deal with this basically. Right. Um, yeah. What, what are the resources, advice? I don't know. Like you, you guys sent me a good article and that was, that was pretty, I thought it was pretty useful. So like what, yeah. What, what else you got? If you, if somebody's job is to have to respond to this in and in, in hopefully a positive way, cause it should increase yield. Um, right what would you tell them to do? Yeah, so the, I think what you're referencing, we actually just did a recent sort of a bidding takeover um, with, with VentureBeat. And part of that was an interesting Q&A that we curated with two of our publishers, uh, Brian Truman from GSN Games and Phil Sue uh, over at Zynga. When, when, yep. we, when we asked Brian and Phil this kind of question about bidding, like if they had any advice for getting started after their own experiences, adopting and, and finding success, uh, with bidding, one of the things they mentioned was, was A-B testing. This is something that we always encourage our pubs to do. Use A-B testing to kind of best isolate and measure the impact of bidding on revenue. And as Brian uh, from GSN Games was saying, publishers should plan on testing for several weeks to gain that confidence, right? So the sooner they're starting, the better it is in order to see how bidding impacts their business and kind of where they need to iterate. And we really feel like, especially during this holiday season, all of the demand that's out there, it's an incredible time to take advantage of this and, and get ahead of sort of where things are moving uh, heading into next year. Exactly. So this article, like, <laughs> it's actually very good. Um, these guys are both legit. Obviously, JSN and Zinger have to be, I don't know, top 10, top 20 gaming companies in the world. Um, yep. And one of them has a stat. Uh, I've got it open here. Yeah, one of them has a stat on like like 3 to 10% improvement or something like that. Like a, like a meaningful number off mm -hmm. the bat. Yeah. Brian GSN, quote, we saw gains in overall revenue between 2 and 13%, and we've tested bidding against our managed waterfall, presumably AB. So, like that's you know, for a single shot like thing, that's like pretty good. I mean, I imagine they're pretty like pleased with that. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's on Venture Beat. I mean, it would post on the 16th. It's easy to easy to find this article. That that is worth for anyone listening. Like that's worth. Um, yeah, it's worth going into. So okay, all right. So iOS like hammer drop this calendar year like hilariously. Okay, um, Android like under the radar. You know perhaps next shoot to fall who knows whatever um you guys made this monetization like acceleration it sounds like i mean it mm -hmm. seems, seems like this is trajectory you're on um so yeah like a lot of changes like i would argue more change to the mobile ad tech or, or even to the ad tech ecosystem in the last like year than in like the prior many years so yeah i, I mean that's my read so like um you know, we, we, we've hit the bidding stuff hard, but like what, yeah, what do you think is next? Like, where do you, yeah, like what, 
what do you think is going on in our in our little ecosystem? Little, little in terms of people, big in terms of numbers. <laughs> sure, I, you know, I mean, you know, chalk it up to twenty twenty, right? It's just been yeah. active. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> a crazy Fair. year in general. Why not? Uh, why not shake things up in our industry too? Um, no, Fair. but but I think you know, in, in the last year alone, the number of apps using bidding uh, with Facebook Audience Network it did grow seven x. Um, and so to your point, like we've been moving in this direction, I think long before some of these yeah. announcements uh, started coming to, to the forefront here. And among the top 10 largest publishers uh, using audience networks to monetize, the majority are now using bidding already. So these are exciting stats that tell us where the ecosystem is sort of heading um, in, in the right direction there. Uh, we've seen high adoption of and, and strong results from bidding. You know, we're on track right now as a network to have 50% of our revenue transacted through bidding before the end of the year. Um, so, wow. so while Apple's changes, you know, have accelerated that transition timeline, uh, our bidding focus continues a trend that's already benefiting a, a healthy and significant number of our publishers. Um, Fair enough. At Facebook, yeah, you know, at, at the audience network, we, we believe bidding just truly creates a more open, fair and efficient system you know bidding is something we're very very excited about and we know that our partners are too um and so i think this is just the beginning of, of sort of the sea change uh, of what's happening across the uh the ecosystem today no this is great um and uh no no guarantees uh, on your end i know but maybe in six to 12 months or whatever um maybe as you start getting on, on onto the android side too you guys come back and say hey you know here here's our 50 stats of lift and what we've seen and whatever. Yeah. Like, I think, I think that'd be great. Yeah. We, we would love to do that. Um, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, I really, really do appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for the time. Thanks for joining us. For more information on bidding, please visit facebook.com slash audience network. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and we'll catch you on the next episode of MAU talk.